There are two qualities I want to encourage you to avoid in females. And I figured out that these are the two traits that's going to wreck your relationship. And remember, anytime we're talking about women, we're always talking about it in three categories. A chick that you want to just humper and dump her, a chick you want to get her and hold on to her from the long term, you know, like a good stock, and then a chick that you want to put on limited association. You dig? Just like nearly no maintenance. She show up every now and then on the late night. You send her home and that's that. So check this out. Two major qualities that you want to avoid. And it will take time to uncover these qualities because we know when a girl likes you, she is the greatest pretender and dissembler in the world. She will pretend to love the food you like, like the movies you like, when really she's just waiting to show you who she really is. It's going to occur over time. So number one, a female that does not take responsibility. Why is that such a scary thing? If she doesn't take responsibility, it puts you at unlimited risk. What you should really consider is look at the Me Too movement. That's a movement based on females not taking responsibility. Why is that? Because a lot of these instances, it's really a result of the female directly putting herself in harm's way. I mean, look at the situation with Louis C.K., the redhead white comedian, when basically a female voluntarily went to his hotel bedroom and then complained when he started engaging in sexual activities. So that's clearly an instance in which she failed to be responsible and decided to not take responsibility and he was at risk. Now think about it. I stay in hotels all the time. I'm sure you do as well. Especially when you're staying at very nice hotels, there's always a very nice lobby, restaurants, bars, conference center, meeting rooms, business center, anywhere they could have met in public. But she agreed voluntarily to go to his bedroom and once he was there and she was there. She cried wolf as though she wasn't with the shits. But that was her fault. She decided to go there. That's what happens when you're with a female who doesn't take responsibility. You end up with a rape case. You end up with all kinds of bad things which are always your fault. You want to avoid a female who cannot accept correction or critical feedback. And God damn it, I got a lot of stories to tell you on this one. I hope you heard the story about my female named Yessi who was always agreeable and nice and positive. That's definitely a way to approach a female that you're going to hump and dump, right? Because in reality, yeah, sure. Agree with everything she says. Bernie Sanders is fantastic. Absolutely. Donald Trump, boo. Socialism, yay. Feminism, I'm a feminist. Agree with everything that they say, no matter how ludicrous it is. But if you're in a long-term situation, you need to be very honest and straightforward. I'm not saying be disagreeable, but here's the thing. When you are considering a female for a long-term relationship, right? That's when you're going to have deep conversations with her. That's when you're going to challenge her. And if you find that she cannot accept critical feedback or accept correction or disagreement, get rid of her. Here's why. Let me, it's all rooted with self-esteem. Clearly, in general, as I say, the female has self-esteem that's externally manipulated, meaning that they put on the makeup and all these things so that they can impress you so you can give them attention and they can feel good about themselves, right? Outer show is a poor substitute for inner worth. I'll give you an example. There's a young lady who actually is gorgeous. I say out of a 10 scale, she's a nine. 
hella fine. Pretty little thing I had. And I told her, I was like, hey, shoot me some photos. So she doesn't send the photos on the day I asked for them. So I think I said it on sale, it was like a Tuesday. I said, shoot me some photos. She says, sure thing, boss, I'll shoot you the photos. Tuesday's over, doesn't send the photos. Next day's Wednesday. I said, hey, do you need me to whoop your ass? And she was like, oh, the photos, I'm sorry. So then she sends the photos, right? Sends maybe four or five photos, gorgeous photos. I didn't respond to them. I didn't double tap them. I didn't like them. I didn't say anything back. Why? Because as far as I'm concerned, it's late. I asked for them yesterday. At this point, you're not sending them for me to enjoy them. You're sending them just so that we can show that you're abiding by what I asked for. So no, I'm not going to respond to them. I'm not going to validate you. I'm not going to like them. I'm not even going to acknowledge them. I'm just going to make sure that they're there. I might not even open them. So in this case, I didn't respond. Next day, she sends a hate-filled rant. Why is that? Because she was angry that I didn't respond to her photos. She was like, you didn't like it, you didn't acknowledge it, you didn't say anything. Well, yeah, it was late. And late is not on time. And we're supposed to be high-performing people. So instead of me telling you that I was disappointed or telling you that you were late, I just didn't say anything because guess what? I had nothing to say, and that's my honest reaction. When I tell you this woman was stark raving mad, she was PO'd. Why is that? One, because when you have low self-esteem, anything that you feel derives your sense of self will tear you all apart. So any critical feedback that you get will make you fall apart. That is a woman you should stay away from. Why? Because she will betray you in a moment's notice. Why is that? Because people who seek the attention of others are indiscriminate. Meaning that your attention, that's fantastic, but also consider that guy's attention, that guy's attention, that girl's attention, all of it makes them feel good. So they're always going to be more interested in more attention, which means from multiple people, than just satisfying you. And if they have low self-esteem and low self-confidence and low self-worth, then you will never, ever be able to engage them in an uncomfortable conversation, engage them in anything meaningful because they will feel attacked. Why do they feel attacked? Because they are extremely fragile psychologically. Acott Coletto said, I'm a very blunt and assertive person. And when I talk to Wynn, I can sense the, their discomfort when I reply with conviction. AMS says it works, but it doesn't seem to work. Should I start being more agreeable? <laughs> Well, you know what? He said AMS? Yeah, he said AMS. All right, fellas. Let me get... <laughs> All right, fellas. Let me, let me, let me, uh, you know what I'm saying? Well, let me tell you about this girl. Well, it wasn't my girl. It was my friend's girl. Hey, check this out, man. Number one, I can assure you, even if you were a complete weirdo, if you were a strange, unattractive, unimpressive, unimpressive man, there's a woman out there for you. This world is so big, there are so many women. If you talk to 100, no matter how strange you are, you'll get five or six of them. So that's number one. But number two is, if you're doing something, meaning, let's say you're engaging in an experiment, and you're doing it in a repeatable way, meaning that you've multiple times spoken to women with conviction, with passion, or you've been blunt or straightforward, and you found that that is not leading you to the promised land, then you know you need to change that. And that's really something I want to address. Trust yourself. Marquette Devon Burton tells you you are remarkable, you are special, be yourself, but also trust yourself. If your gut 
is telling you that something is not right, if your gut is telling you to try a new strategy, listen. There's nothing wrong with evolving and growing. That's what life is about, my friends. The problem is that we try the same strategy and expect different outcomes. That's never good. But let me let you in on some game that Machiavelli shared in The Prince. And if you're a subscriber at www.patreon.com slash the saint and the sinner, you probably already heard this. So let me share this, this piece of game with you. Machiavelli says, I may observe two men who use the same strategy and one finds success while the other finds failure. Same strategy. Which is to say that context matters. This guy spent the exact same game as this guy. It matters who you're talking to. It matters the context of that woman's life. Does she have a surgery tomorrow? Is her mother sick? Does she have a boyfriend? Is she happy? Is she mad? Is she menstruating? That all matters. Also, your context, how she perceives you matters. But let me just shortcut and get to your question and give you some specific game. Number one, being blunt is all good. Telling the truth is all good. However, know that there's a lot of truth that's not helpful and not necessary. I made a video on emotional intelligence. The number one thing I say in there is this. Ask yourself, does this need to be said? Number one. Number two, does this need to be said by me? There's a lot of things that you should just shut the fuck up and keep it to yourself. Furthermore, reference what I said in the last live session, which was, keep it optimistic, keep it positive. For the most part, when you're giving critical feedback, nobody cares. You tell a young lady, hey love, you're overeating. I'm noticing that you're becoming overweight. As a result, I bet you she's not gonna hop on a diet because you told her. So generally speaking, keep your mouth closed. Find women that are on the same vibe. If you just want a humper and dumper, really keep your mouth closed. If you want a long term, don't find the girl you need to explain things to. Find the girl that's already at a certain level in agreement with you. You share the same values. I'll give you an example. Me, I like the M's, you dig? Mormons, Muslims, Mennonites. Why? Because I already know based on their religious values, I know how they're going to behave. I know how they're going to get down. I know they're going to dress modestly. I know that they believe that the man is the patriarch and the leader. So we already know we got a good baseline. You understand what I'm saying? Now, if I just want a hoe for the night, a chick for a Friday night or a Saturday night, then I'm going to change my approach. You understand? So always be flexible. Be water. The master Sun Tzu says, victory is fashioned from the dynamic of the enemy, which is to say, based on the psychological profile of that female, tailor the game. If you're a real player, you got a couple tricks up your sleeve. You should be able to shoot the motherfucker out like Reggie Miller or take him to the crossover like Iverson or dunk on him like LeBron. Use the appropriate game. Figure out who the enemy is and pull out the appropriate toolkit to be successful. Why would you waste your time committing to a female? Why would you do that? Meaning that she should be committed to you, but why do you need to tell her that you're committed to her? Why is that? Think about their psychology is radically different from yours. They're looking for that security. As soon as you give it to them, what do you have left? What, what chips do you have? What can you, you know, what's, your, what's, what's in your hand now? Think about it this way. Let me reverse it for you. Put yourself in the female shoes. After she sleeps with you, what chips does she have? After she sleeps with you, how can she control you?
she has very little power after that, right? Your commitment is the same thing. It's like your pussy. When she, when the woman gives you her pussy, she's lost power. When you give her the commitment, that's like giving her your pussy. You've lost power. Don't do that. Always hold that out there, but don't ever give it because it doesn't benefit you. It doesn't move you to the next level. In fact, what it does is shows her that you need her. It shows her <laughs> that, that you want to lock her down. And that's not the name of the game, baby. The lion likes to go out and hunt. Play your role. Don't ever get outside of your role because remember, we're all about living natural as men. So he likes the M's too. Where does oh, he find them church. At? I say it's all about positioning. You got to put yourself in the right place. You can do a simple search, which is going to tell you where there are high populations of certain types of folks. Washington, D.C., it's packed with Habesha Ethiopian women. Oakland has a lot of Ethiopian women. So you got to figure out what flavor you like and you can see where they are. Um, Mennonites and Amish women, there's a lot of them in rural Pennsylvania. It's like central Pennsylvania as well as eastern Pennsylvania. So you just got to take a look in the right places, you dig? Um, but remember, when you're a real man, you get a woman that's been raised right, she's going to act right based on you, you dig? If you're leading in the right way, she's going to follow. The problem is that a lot of us males are not being men. We're being weak, emotional, unreliable, not holding to our word. I go out of my way to stick to my word. I don't want any lies associated with my name. For example, yesterday I said, you know what? I had exercised pretty damn hard. And by the time I had shadow boxed and jump roped and did all this other stuff, um, I, was, I had said out loud, you know, I should probably go on a run. And then, you know, I got comfortable, took off all the sweaty clothes. And then Bridget said, uh, hey, didn't you say you're going to go on a run? And I was like, ah, you're right. I need that. And I had to get it in. What would I look like when she heard me say I was going to go on a run and then I don't do it? I can't lie to myself. I can't lie to her. I got to be known for realness. It's easy for a woman to follow you when she knows you're the truth. It's easy for a woman to believe you when she's seen you do what you say. 